Welcome and thank you for joining us. At Worship Harvest, we believe that we are a movement of the gospel, discipleship, and mission. And we are committed to catalyzing spiritual, social, and economic renewal in our immediate communities, and as a result, the world. Here is this week's teaching. Now, the principle and practice of honor. Now, how many of you know, especially if you are above 25, that life as, as we know it can be one ongoing, unceasing, unstopping, consistent, humbling experience. Children's church is upstairs. Yeah. Here I'm addressing people who have been around the streets. I'm addressing people who have been around the streets. That life can be one ongoing, unceasing, unyielding sometimes, humbling experience. Yeah, whether you agree with me or not, it is true. You just, if, if you don't want to know, just stay around. Yeah, just stay. Yeah. I mean, this church will believe God for long life, so I've already taken care of. But it's like, yeah, just stay around. You ask those who are 50 years and above. In, in case you, I'm not saying... I'm not saying that when you grow older, things become harder. That's not what I'm saying. But age brings perspective, which you lack in your teen years and your twenties. Ask uh, Director Gracia. He has some life experience. Life can be. Now, it ought not to be, but it can be. Just one thing after another. One time I, I got a song in my head. I get so many songs in my head. Yeah. But a few other ones get to be sung. This was one of those where I, I can't even do this song because it will communicate the wrong thing. Does it go something? Just when you thought you had it covered, something else comes up. <laughs> Just when you thought you had it covered, something else comes up. Six minor. Just when you thought you had it covered, something else comes up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just when you thought you had it covered, something else comes up. Hey, boom. Now, you can say, I'm going to sort this money thing. I don't want nobody looking down on me because the rich rules over the poor. So you go at it. Now why do you are sorting it? <laughs> Some arrow from nowhere comes and punches your marriage and you're like, we were sorting the money. What happened to the marriage? 
So you first steal some money chasing, go see a counselor, and sort the work. So you're like, okay, now the marriage and the money seem to be moving okay. Which is a lot of hard work. Then the doctors keep telling you, stop eating, drinking all the sugar and whatever. Eat vegetables, they're like me. Hmm. Abraham ate, ate meat. <laughs> then one day you realize that the way you wake up is different from the way you used to wake up. Oh yeah. When you are in your twenties, when you wake up, you just wake up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You 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 are asleep one moment, the next moment you are awake and you're going. Now you ask some people here. <laughs> And life goes on, you realize that waking up is a full negotiation that, is, that should involve lawyers. Oh yeah, one, one body part at a time. <laughs> Are you like, what's this? I can't believe, you see, I'm a high energy person, but I have to you see how you budget for money? I, I have to budget time, or rather energy, and say, what are the three key events of the day? You keep the energy for, yeah. So when the time comes, you spend, but you don't spend all, because you know, from here we are going to market it. There will be energy needed there. Then we'll come back, then there'll be movers and shakers. Now, you're laughing at me. Yeah. Yeah, you start budgeting energy. Can you believe? Ish. DJ Pius. I know you can hardly believe it, but yeah. Life. I was reflecting on this. I think I heard it from my brother-in-law who was here. He said that a good idea is like a baby crying in church. It should be carried out immediately. Otherwise, someone else will start executing your idea before you do. Where was I? So I was reflecting on, on this whole thing called life. And it's interesting, you know, things. Of course, in Christ, you know, Jesus himself said, in this world, which one? This one. This is Jesus, not me you will have how many? Many troubles. Can you imagine? You're like, this is unfair. But then he said something else. Be of good cheer. Why? For I have overcome the world. Can you imagine? So he doesn't say you will not get into any issues. No, look. Any preacher who tells you that I, anyway, let me not go there. The thing is, life is 20% event, 80% response. Yeah, most of the people you look at and say they are successful, it's not what happened to them, it's what they did about what happened to them. It's not what happened to them, it's what they did about what happened 
to them. Even if you live your life well and you're like, I don't know this, I don't know that. Look, sometimes the circumstances around you can come against you. Yeah. I didn't choose. It wasn't my lack of faith that got my dad shot dead. You understand that? Yeah. I didn't choose for my mother to die two weeks before I did my final exams in high school. I, I, don't, I didn't make those choices. And you've been through some things that you did not choose. Some of you have gone through marriage difficulties which were not of your choice. Your spouse chose the difficulty for you. They chose not to honor the word of God. It's called life. Uh, how do we respond? Oh yeah. Can I go deeper in the foundation before you can build the walls? I was thinking about this I was with Bish. What day were we riding together? And I started thinking about this whole thought started in the week of the humbling experience called life. And the shocking thing about it is how in spite of its humbling nature, we human beings refuse to humble ourselves. Because they say, humble your... So that one, God can't do it for you. Mm. you have to humble yourself because if you don't life will humble you it is designed to do so <sighs> so I was thinking about the ultimate humility the ultimate humbling experience of life it's called death you know the nature of life is such that you can't escape it alive one out of one people die sinners saints anointed not anointed carnal spiritual young old everyone without exception now you'd think something as humbling as death could humble us because the bible says the body is sown in weakness it is sown in what yeah, you've never been to a funeral where people are strong. Hmm. It is sown in weakness. Even the strong are crying. Even another person has been around a hundred years, you say, you go on. Yeah? This guy has chewed this stuff. What do you want him to do? Keep going. I was reading in the Bible the other day about a guy who supported David when his son Absalom threw him out and he was in the wilderness and there was this guy was it called Basilai someone who yeah Basilai who supported him and fed them etc and the Bible says he was very old and very rich which I think that's a good thing yeah it's so bad when you're okay no he was very old sorry this is not SFFT he was very old and very 
rich. And in that scripture, it says he was 80 years old. Those days, 80 years old was very old. Yeah. Even nowadays. Mm. Even nowadays, there are not many 80-year-olds. By the grace of God, you'll make 80 easily. Yeah. With ease. May you hit 80 with ease. Now, I'm warning you, when you hit 80, you need to have money. Yeah. So start practicing the SFFG principles. So anyway, this guy, he was... So when David, finally, Absalom is killed and David is coming back to the... to Jerusalem and tells him, you've supported him, come, come, let's go. Come live with me in the palace. And the guy was like, oh my Lord... Let me just escort you. Huh? Hey, yeah. Come uh, while you are with me in Jerusalem. This, this projection team is so wise. Next verse. And then he says, But Basil, I say to the king, How long have I to live that I should go up with the king to Jerusalem? Next verse. And this is the thing. I'm today 80 years old. Can I discern between the good and bad? Can your servant taste what I eat or what I drink? Can I hear any longer the voice of singing men and singing women? Why then should your servant be a further burden to my Lord the King? Your servant will go a little way across the Jordan with the King and why should the King repay me with such a reward? So he was telling him, look, you're taking me there but I will not hear the music during all the concerts. I will, I will, the food I will not be tasting what it tastes like. All those chefs, what they've prepared, it will taste the same, bland, like whatever. So please, just leave me here. It's called life. Guys, I'm not here to discourage you. I'm, I'm, they are looking discouraged. Yeah. These things are in the Bible for your own learning. Walking by faith is not a disregard of what's around you. Walking by faith is a consideration of what's around you and how you can apply the wisdom of God to overcome it. Anyway, I was just showing you that Basilai was saying, dude, you know, we had limited here on uh, Friday. Why didn't you bring your grandparents? It's too loud. <laughs> the lights, it's too bright. Hey. My heart. That's why you didn't bring your grandparents. The thing was booming. Eh? And also didn't come. Ah. Look at her. So I was telling you about the ultimate humbling experience of life, which is death, which shall not come to you soon. But what about it is shocking is that one, it comes to everyone. Two, no one knows when it will come to them and by what means. That's so annoying. That is so annoying. It's like you're walking and you're expecting some guy to hit you but you don't know when he will hit you and what he will use. It's so annoying. 
it's so annoying. Yeah, why should we live with that degree of uncertainty? It's so annoying. I thank God for in Christ Jesus we have life. That's why he says those who are in Christ, we don't know, we sleep. Jesus told Martha and Mary that those who believe in me, even though he dies, he will not die. Yeah. Because these bodies, these are just earth suits, tents. It says we have a house eternal in the heavens. Now all these long stretched out scenario painting to say that that's how life can be on earth. And yet God in his mercy he gets into his toolbox spiritual toolbox. How many of you know God's spiritual toolbox doesn't have only one tool? Oh yeah, that's why you have something called revelation. Do you know that you never get total revelation? Revelation is progressive. The time you learned about how to prosper financially was not the same time you learned about how to prosper in your marriage, was not the same time you learned about how to keep sickness out of your body, was not the same time you learned about how to be joyful. It's progressive revelation. It's only available to those who are willing to learn constantly. That's why you should come to church not once every two years. Or is it twice a year? But constantly because it's progressive revelation. That's why you read your Bible every day because that day might be the day you see something you've never seen before. Ha, ha, ha. So God gets in, God anticipates that my children are on this planet where this other guy wants to rob them. But I'm going to give them tools to beat life into shape. Oh yeah. You know life can beat you or you can beat it. Ah. I said life can beat you or you can beat it. (laughs) You bang it. You bang it into shape. But you can't just be slapping it with your hands. They are tools. God gets into his spiritual toolbox and says, This one, Nakakua, says, Start tithing. Ah. Ta what? Tithing. And I. People of church also want money. No, people of church don't want money. No, they don't even need it. Yeah. When we posted the Limitex concert advert, someone responded on my Facebook page and said, people have been giving money towards the building. Why are they being asked to pay for the concert? Just in case you thought wisdom is a naturally occurring substance. <laughs> like, okay, you come in the building and we see how the concert happens.
there's a building and the cost are hundred and fifty dollars. The reason you're paying fifty k is because the, the venue is free. If the venue was also being charged, you would be paying hundred k. And the screens and the extra speakers and the lights and the smoke and the musicians are not part of the cement in the building. Anyway. <laughs> so God gets into his two boxes and says, let me pull out one here. Start tithing. You know, I was the most broke guy you can find until I started tithing. Yeah. I started tithing as a student. I used to argue with the guy who used to give me money about tithing. Mm. Yeah. When you're the broke one being sustained by someone else and then you have an a theological opinion while they have the experience enough to feed you. Did I tell you wisdom is not naturally occurring? Yeah, you come, you learn it. He gets into, so you be there. You're tithing, at least now you can pay your bills. Eh? You, you, you can swim. You're above the surface. Then he gets in and says, yeah, you're not drinking water. I said, first fruit. You're like, for what? We are already tithing. Donut, donut. And you get in and you put it and then you realize that the tithers and the first fruiters have a completely different faith and financial experience. Completely different. While I tithed, I could pay my bills. The kids were in school. We were general. Okay. When, when I gave first fruit, we built a house in one year. <laughs> Different. All these are God's what? Tools. He's helping us. Yeah. He comes and says, okay. Can I give you one more? He says, Try praying an hour. Pray an hour. An hour. Yeah. Join a missional community. Do this. And all of this, God knows how unpredictable life here is. And so he's trying the whole time to give you the necessary tools to get you where you need to go as quickly as possible. A person in a car, however lazy they are, will get there quicker than Ocean Bolt without a car, even though he runs very fast. It's about the equipment. People without talent outpace people with talent if they have the right equipment, the right tools. So the most, one of the most significant tools in God's toolbox to help you overcome this thing called life and beat it into shape and not allow it to squeeze you and pin you in some corner is honor. 
It is the principle and practice of honor. When he says, honor your father and mother, that it will what? That you will, that it, that your days may be long upon the land which the Lord your God is giving you. Huh? Give me that Deuteronomy one. Because some people, they may interpret this to mean that your long days are. Honor your father and your mother as the Lord your God has commanded you that your days may be long. That's not like long, tiresome days, but rather many days. And that it may be well with you in the land which the Lord God is giving you. It may be well with you. It will, you will live long. It will be well with you in the land. Yeah, it even has land in it. <laughs> uh, it. It comes with land. Did you know that there is no promise that God ever made to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob that didn't have land in it? Yeah, that's why if you're in this church, you must buy land. Otherwise, you don't know your Bible. <laughs> are, we, are we still together? You're feeling okay? Honor is a hectic tool in God's spiritual toolbox to take you far, far, so far. And that's what we'll be looking at in the next maybe seven, eight weeks. How to harness this tool and use it to add. It's like it will be well with you. You will live long in the land which the Lord your God is giving. I mean, who doesn't want that? Long life? Huh? Good life? Huh? All these are suppressing things. These are all these are tools to suppress life the flesh trying to take over long life good life prosperous life successful life yeah different faith keys unlock different graces grace is what you possess because God has given it to you faith is what you use to open the grace God has given you oh yes You can have a faith key to financial prosperity and lack the one to marriage prosperity. They are different. You can have a faith key to business prosperity and lack one to ministry prosperity. They are different. They are faith keys. God gets in the toolbox and says, this one. When you find a door and it looks like this, you, you use this one. That's how it works. And if you lack the wisdom to understand what I'm saying, may God open your eyes to know it. Because either you will have your arguments or you will have an experience. And the person with an experience is not at the mercy of the person with an argument. Yeah. I teach only things, mostly things of which I have an experience. When I was younger and foolish, I used to teach things that I had arguments about. Life has shown me not to continue to do that. If I don't have an experience about it, you see, have you ever heard me preach a sermon about how to raise the dead? 
haven't you done it? But rather I can try how to keep alive those who are still alive. Because I don't yet have the revelation of now when. Amen. Amen. Honor is a hectic tool. I have learned by experience. Honor, honor, honor. Many years ago when we were starting this church, there were a lot of issues going on when we were going to start with our spiritual parents. We didn't know that that's what they were called at the time. So there were many things. There were many requirements that made it very unfavorable for us to be starting. But there was fire in our bones. We said, no, we are going to start. So we started. But God saved us. Because in spite of that complicated thing, all the temptations that the devil brought to me to dishonor our pastors and dismiss them, I, even in my foolishness and anger, I don't know how I managed to stay calm. Yeah. You know, do you know the person God loves most in the whole world? It's me. Oh, no, it's me. Oh, yeah, it's me. Because there was every possible setup for me to dishonor my pastor. Every possible setup. But instead, without even knowing what we are doing, Pastor Ari and I would pick ourselves up and go visit Uncle Ben and Auntie Joy at home and have awkward conversations. You know when your, your children have rebelled and run away to start their own church, but now they have come to be so awkward. You know awkward conversations? Have you ever had awkward conversations? I want, let me give someone here a word of wisdom right now. Sometimes you're going to go by principle in spite of your feelings. If you follow your feelings, you're going to fail at life. Our feelings were wrong and negative because we are young and ignorant and unexperienced. But somehow we still practiced principle. We still went and visited and tried to talk about everything else apart from church. And they would always ask, how is the church? Oh gosh. You know what church are we talking about? Like 13 people just. Yeah. Kept visiting. Then one day, it was a Sunday morning, the Holy Spirit told me, go to St. Francis right now for the 7 o'clock. I had only 30 minutes to bathe, jump into my prison and be there. Showed up. I think everyone was like, the rebel is here. What's going on? <laughs> on a Sunday. Should be doing his own church thing. That day was Uncle Ben's last day as chaplain in St. Francis. 
last day, the very last day. He got up to preach and the first thing he did was invite me to the front and blessed me. That's why you're here. Without that blessing, we wouldn't be here today. We will have failed. Heaven, people look forward to heaven, but some people will not like it because it is very organized. Yeah. All of you who jump queues and create all this traffic in Chaliwajara, you will not like heaven. Heaven is very organized. Yeah. God has set his word above all his name. God does not God does not abuse principle to fulfill your heart's desires. Like if you are in a, a marriage relationship with someone you're not married to. Stop praying about it. Just go get married. You are asking God to over, to bend his own word for you. It can't work. I'm going to pastoral right now. Yeah. So that's how we got saved from failure in ministry. We kept honoring until the blessing came. There's greatness in you. May you possess the wisdom to unlock it. Do you understand? Now let me share with you a couple of essentials about honor. Maybe one, two, three, four. Just four things. Four essentials about honor. One is that honor is due. Say due. Not the one on the grass in the morning. D-U-E. Honor is due. Romans 13, 7. What does Romans 13, 7 say? Can you read with me as loud as you can? Uh-huh. Render therefore to all their due. Taxes to whom taxes are due. <laughs> Amen. 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 <laughs> okay. Customs to whom yeah, taxes. They are trying to treat Jesus about this whole tax thing. He said, what's on the coin? Yeah, give Caesar his stuff. Customs. This could be custom of custom. Or could be customs. Yeah, don't say, me, I'm a Christian. So, I care not about what you think about your king of your of your what of your tribe yeah I'll just come and fist bump them if I want hey there are people at whom customs are due it's, it's wisdom Paul was arguing in the Sanhedrin and the high priest slapped him. And Paul quoted the scripture and called him something. You whitewash tomb, what don't you? you? You are judging me according to the law and yet you break the law in slapping me. And someone shouted and said, 
How do you revile the high priest of God's people? Don't you know that's the high priest? Paul didn't stand on his word and said, but he has broken the law. He said, forgive me, brethren, I knew not that he was the high priest. In other words, the fact that he's the high priest, Paul knows I don't have a right even within the right doctrinal position to respond to him because he's the high priest. Do you possess that wisdom? Or you're on Twitter responding to everything without that wisdom? Yeah. He says, Paul, Paul said, I did not know, brethren, that he was the high priest for it is written, you shall not speak evil of the ruler of your people. Customs to whom? Customs. What's so hard about that? And then say, fear to whom? Fear. There are people <laughs> you should fear. Brethren, the Bible says there are people whom you should what? Fear. If you're there and say, me, I fear nobody, you're just stupid. You just don't know it. Oh, yeah. There are people you must fear. Oh, it's biblical. They're there. There are people in authority you should fear. You, you, you're supposed to fear your parents. Even if you have more money than them. Yeah. And more education. You can never get to a point where you say, I don't need you. Hey, you are playing with fire. You ask yourself, why, why, are they, why, why isn't greatness common in our generations? There's something we are not doing right. There are people whom fear is... But do you know that when you do not fear certain people, even you, certain people who should fear you, will not fear you. Yeah, you keep wondering, why do people disrespect me? Because you disrespect some people. Because truth is consistent. What you, what you, what you sow is what you reap. When you sow dishonor and disrespect, suddenly everyone is abusing you. And you wonder why. Fear to whom? Fear. This is not dread, it's reverence. Oh, yeah. If any of my aunties walked in here, I can't just continue preaching like they haven't come. But because I'm the pastor. No. Do you understand? My sister is a mission or community leader, but she's my elder sister. She bathed me when I was young. I can't be there and say, nye, nye, what? No. When I go to her house, I behave myself a certain way. I don't go to her house as Apostle Mose. Do you understand? She paid my school fees. Now, I'm trying to put something in your head. Because some of us, the reason we cut short our own promotion in the kingdom, you've just begun and you think you have arrived. And God is like, this is not going to work. Let's keep him at that level. That's where he can handle. 
fear to whom fear and then says honor to whom honor there are people eh? Eh? to whom honor is due due like due a must due means it's one time well, that in the days when I was broke I got married and then I took my lovely young beautiful wife to my rented house and because of our lack of wisdom in certain things the money wasn't flowing and so it, it so happened that at one point we were in our fourth month of living in that house without paying rent and the only reason we are still in that house was because our landlord was the then Archbishop Mpalanyin Koyoyo a very kind man if it was an ordinary landlord who is chasing money we would have been out by that time now we later cleared our rent but do you think that it was a choice huh do you think it's, a, it's how you're feeling when the landlord comes and says, two months, no pay. Like, you know, attached bishop, we'll have paid, but there's a way in which we don't feel like it. <laughs> huh? Or you're like, oh, for us, we don't have money. No, look, it is what? Due. Due. The A. Honor is due. The moment those two people gave birth to you, honor became due. Mm. To those people. Called your father and mother. The moment you got born again, honor became due to God, the father. Oh yeah. You don't have a choice whether to honor God or not. Unless you say, me, I'm no longer a Christian. Oh yes. The moment you joined this church, honor became due to me, your pastor. Oh yeah. That one I have to tell you straight like this while looking at you. Because some of you don't get it. Oh yeah. Ask yourself, why aren't you making progress? The moment you got married to that person, honor became due to them your husband or your wife that one is both directions you don't get it the moment you started that business anyway taxes became due but anyway honor is due it is due it banja it's not for negotiations you got born your parents honor you got born again father you join a church spiritual leaders honor is due that's point one point two and essentials point two honor is given honor is what? given. 
Craig Gochelle said, respect is earned, but honor is given. Honor is not a function of the recipient. Honor is a function of the giver. People earn your respect by doing certain things that cause you to respect them because of what they have done. The people you honor, you honor them not for doing anything. No, no. You honor them for who they are. If you are in a church, you have to honor your pastor whether they preach well or badly. If you were born, you have to honor your parents whether they took care of you or not. Oh yeah, I know this is sensitive for some people. But it is true. You, you don't choose to honor your father and mother because they were nice. No, no, no. Because they are, your father and mother, without them you would not be. Honor is given. Respect is earned. Honor is given. Honor is independent of the other person. It's all you. It's all you. You don't honor your spouse because they are behaving well. No. You honor them because you signed somewhere that you will honor them the rest of your life. It's about principle. Are you with me? That's point two. And we are finishing. Do you understand that point? Because honor is given, honor is 360 degrees. Honor is all round. Because honor is a function of you, there is a principle in career, the growth, and, or misgrowth. People who kiss up and kick down. That's not honor. That's manipulation. When you are a person of honor, you honor your pastor, you honor your spouse, you honor your workmates, you honor your employees, you honor the people who work for you in your house, your house helps, you honor the neighbors because honor is 360 degrees. Whoever is hurling insults at someone else and they are pretending to respect you, your turn is coming. Yeah. Because those insults are inside them. At some point when you become the appropriate recipient, you will receive them also. Because it's what's in their heart. It's just that in this season, the other person is the relevant target. In another season, you might become the new target ish. Are we there? Honor is 360 degrees. Those who say, oh, we are honoring what? That's why Jesus was rebuking the Pharisees saying, you guys pretend to honor God saying the money is set apart for as a gift to God yet you dishonor your parents. And they call them what? Hypocrites. Yeah. You can't be like, I'll not honor my father and mother because arise and build. No, hypocrites.
Point four. Uh, uh, can we finish? Honor is with substance. Honor is with. My goodness. Proverbs 3 9 to 10. Very well known scripture. What does it say? Honor the Lord with your possessions and with the first fruits of all your increase. That's how you honor. You know, that's how my honor story, by the way, started. I read this verse and I was like, wait a minute. With my possessions, if God who doesn't eat meat, drink milk, or need his compound slashed, insists on being honored with possessions, how about human parents, human beings? Honor is not bending solo when greeting someone. You can do that because it's what's in your heart. But honor is with substance. Because Jesus said where your treasure is, your heart will be also. Yeah. Honor is with substance. That's why there's something called Akameza. Okay. And other things. That's why we tithe. That's why we give first fruits. Because we are honoring God with our possessions. You can't be there just WhatsApping your mother the whole time. Have you found out what she actually needs you to do for her practically? That's how you honor her. You send mobile money. You repair the bathroom. You make sure the grass is cut. The car is repaired. Or there is a car. She shouldn't be worried about anything. When you're there, that's how you honor your father and mother. My God. I'm preaching better than you're listening. Yeah, otherwise all your slow songs and crying in church mean absolutely nothing. Ask yourself, why do some people seem to be promoted while others seem to be in the same place for a long time? And yet it's the same God they, they talk to. Principle. Christianity is not about emotions. Look, if it was about emotions, we would come here and start crying from beginning to end. But why do we spend most of the service teaching a seemingly boring exercise? Because it's about principle. Hey. I'm finishing. Honor is with substance. So the next time you want to honor someone, We'll go into details, by the way, in the coming weeks. Get substance. Substance is something. The easiest conversion of all substance on earth is something called money. Yeah. Because if you transport yourself to the village and start cutting the grass for your part, you might even do a bad job of it. <laughs> but if you pay for the guy who does it professionally, you're happy, the other party is happy, the guy who cuts the grass is happy, everyone is happy. Don't make a show of it. You see some people, they want to make a show of it. Yeah. Look, when you look at us, you might not think we are spiritual, but we are spiritual. We can see some things. Yeah, so do your other people. Also, anyway, the fifth one. Fifth point. I'm concluding. What, what is the first one? 
Ah, uh-uh. what's the first one? Honor is due. The second? Honor is given. The third? Honor is three, six, is all round. And the fourth? Honor is with substance. Now, the fifth and last is God chooses whom you honor. Mm. Yeah. You don't sit there in your chair and you say, this one looks good to honor. No. God chooses whom you honor. In all the Bible, the people that are to be honored, it's God who says, honor this one. Honor your father and mother. Who told you? God. Did you choose? No. The elders who rule well are worthy of double honor, especially those who labor in, in the word and in doctrine. Who's choosing for you? God. Husbands. Yeah, Peter says, dwell with them according to knowledge. As a weaker vessel. And says they are due, they, they are out. He says, we are to honor our wives. Huh? With understanding, giving honor to the wife. Did you see that, husbands? Huh? Uh-uh. Let's read it, husbands. Let's read. Husbands, likewise, dwell them with understanding. Now, husbands, the volume goes up at this point. Giving honor to the wife. Who chose? There's the other one also, wives respect your husbands. <laughs> we leave that one out. We use that one. No, this is the one that's on the screen. God chooses whom you honor. You don't choose. So, yeah, that's it. Have you understood? Amen. Isn't God good? He gives us a hack. Now, in the coming weeks, eh, we'll be peeling this onion one layer at a time to show you how you can go out there and beat life into shape in the direction that you should go as opposed to being battered by life. That's the thing about honor. It is the highest accelerator key in the toolbox of faith that God has given us. Nothing that I know of is going to move you forward faster than the principle and practice of honor. Nothing that I know of. And may God give you that wisdom to understand it. Amen. Why don't we stand as we conclude our service today? Yay. Are you blessed? Are you sure? Are you okay? Come on, just open your mouth and start praying. Thanking God for his kindness and his goodness. And giving us these hacks to life as it should be. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, people. Can you just... Let's open our mouths and start giving God all the praise. 
we worship you Lord we thank you for your goodness for your kindness thank you that you've done it for us thank you that in Jesus all our sins are forgiven all our sicknesses are healed all our provision is made and all we need to do is find it where it is and appropriate it for ourselves so we thank you, we bless you we honor you for the gift of life in Christ Jesus that we are not alone that we are not scared that we are not fearful of what life can do to us in spite of its seeming uncertainty and yet you give us wisdom to overcome the world we bless you and friends the first step really really for you to experience what we're talking about is to give your life to Jesus there's someone here you're scared about life you don't know what's going to happen you just can't seem to see the way forward at night when you're in your bed you think about life and wonder where are we going with this thing there's someone here who is lonely intensely lonely even when there are people around you you feel so alone because you feel like you are having a life experience that others seem to be detached from and others such but God is here and God loves you and God wants to walk with you and to give you answers to the questions you have so right now if you've never given your life to Jesus or if you've walked with Jesus long before and you know that the journey is no longer on feel alone I want to pray with you maybe someone invited you today maybe you've been coming and wondering but I want to pray with you will you just put your right hand up and you say Mose pastor I want to give my life to Jesus today just put it up right hand thank you thank you for that hand can I have someone else thank you thank you for that hand someone else there's someone else somebody else yeah I see that hand thank you somebody else you're like I want I see that hand over there thank you can you just come here where I am I want to pray with you here can we celebrate our brothers and sisters as they can there are more people there are more people who are going to come thank you father there are more people who are going to come welcome home welcome home just stand there thank you just keep coming just keep coming if you're the one just keep coming this is the day this is the day the Lord has made and we will rejoice with you welcome 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 there is someone else you're like pastor I'm not so sure about this I don't know where my relationship with Jesus is. Please, if you're there, put your hand up. I want to pray with you. I want to pray with you. I want you to come and we pray together. Can you, can you help me ask your neighbor and say, hey, is that you that he's talking about? And offer to walk with them. Sometimes people feel like it's hard to come by themselves. They just say, I'll go with you. I will go with you, my brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ask, ask them, don't make assumptions. You might be there seated with your husband and you're like, eh. yeah, ask them. And if they want to come, come with them. Anyone else? Anybody else you want to come? Let's pray. 
Today is the day of salvation, not tomorrow. And this is the hack that God has given us to overcome life. He said, in this life you'll have many troubles, but be of good cheer. In other words, rejoice, celebrate, because I have overcome the world. Jesus has overcome the world. Amen. And because he has overcome the world, we have overcome the world. Amen. Amen. Yes, we have more people coming. Thank you. More people are coming. Thank you, Jesus. Welcome. Oh, wonderful. Best decision of your life. God is going to change your lives radically. God is going to change your lives radically. More people are coming. More people are coming. Welcome. Welcome. Yeah. Our God is a merciful Father. He's a lovely God. He's a wonderful God. All right. Now you're going to pray this prayer with me. Uh, you pray what I pray. And this people will also pray so that you don't feel alone. Say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Thank you for life. Thank you for life. Thank you for forgiving me. Thank you for forgiving me. I give my life to you today. I give my life to you today. Take my life. Take my life. And do something significant with it. Something significant with it. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Fill me with your Holy that Spirit. I will walk with you. That I will walk with you. All the days of my life. All the days of my life. Amen. 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 Awesome. This is Pastor Stephen. Is going to take your contacts and then we'll get in touch with you and be able to walk with you this new journey. Is that all right? So just go with him. He's just right here. Uh, can we celebrate our friends? All right. If you made that decision and you're at a location or a hosting center, there's a pastor receiving at the front. And if you are all by yourself and online, the number to call or text is 0775642449. Contact us and let us know you made the decision to work with Jesus. Amen. All right. Thanks for coming out today here at Worship Avis Nalia. It's a delight always to fellowship together with you. May God bless you. May he cause his face to shine on you and give you peace. And as you start practicing this principle of honor, may you experience his goodness. May he fulfill all his promises concerning his word to you. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. God bless you. See you next Sunday. If you would like to join a mission or community, which should be everyone who is not in one, just come here and talk to Elder Kamara, and they'll be able to assign you an MC. Our first-time guests, uh, you... for listening to this teaching. We hope that you've been blessed by the Worship Harvest Sermon Series. For more teachings and other resources, visit www.worshipharvest.org or call 0393-281-555. That is 0393-281-555.